Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the Locked In Baseball Podcast, and I'd like to welcome um, the head coach at Long Beach State's baseball program, Eric Valenzuela. Thanks for joining us. But no, I appreciate you. Sounds good. Yeah, no, I appreciate you being on, and and um, you know, I you know, you and I, you know, we're we've gone back, you know, a few years. I mean, back when you were, you mm-hmm. know, when you were helping out down at the San Diego schools and, mm-hmm. um, you've come, you know, quite a long way since then. And you know, you've done a good job at St. Mary's. You just finished up your first year at Long Beach as a head coach. I know that the, you know, the season's obviously cut short, which is, you know, a bummer, but, um, I mean, just, you know, if we, if we can just kind of talk about, you know, culture at Long Beach state, um, mm-hmm. you know, amongst the team, uh, on, you know, on campus, just in the, you know, in the, in the city, in the area around campus, you know, sure. um, you know, so what do you, you know, what are your thoughts yeah, on that? No, absolutely. Well, I mean, first and foremost, I appreciate, uh, you having me here and talking baseball and talking, uh, Long Beach state. And yeah, it's been a, uh, quite a journey, you know, from this will be this out completed year 19, um, of coaching at this level. And, uh, man, I'm learning every single year, and Time this flies. was another good learning. This was another good learning experience for me. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we spent six years at St. Mary's College and um, had some pretty good success there. And then was blessed enough to get this opportunity at Long Beach State and just completed our. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously a shortened first year, but uh, started out very well. We were ten and five and ranked number 12 in the country in one poll, 16 in another poll. And uh, so we're off to a pretty good start. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as culture and as far as Long Beach, I mean, it, it, there's just so much tradition, so much history uh, when it comes to this program um, going way back to the days of uh, Coach Gonzalez and Coach Snow, Coach Weathers, um, and, you know, Coach Buckley. And then, you know, now I get to, uh, you know, to take over this story program that has a lot of good players, great players, great history, and then uh, great coaches. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously big shoes to fill for a lot of those guys that have been here. And, and um, you know, we're off to a good start. And so happy to be here. This, this place is amazing. Fan base is amazing. The city is amazing. Um, the school is awesome. And obviously the location. So. I mean, this is kind of a place, not only a dream school for a coach, but definite dream school for any student athlete that's out there. Right. And you're an L.A. boy, right? You, you were, you know, raised in the yeah. San Gabriel Valley, Duarte, right? Or Yeah, or- born in Duarte. I was, yeah, raised in the San Gabriel Valley. I went to Bishop Vermont High School in La Puente. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, my family, both my, my, uh, my wife and I's family are both in the San Gabriel Valley and take a lot of pride you know, from the SPV and take a lot of pride from, you know, the, the caliber of not only, uh, you know, the toughness of the area, the, the baseball player, um, you know, the football players. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a great area filled with talent. Um, and I take a lot of pride uh, being born and raised there for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I mean, I was kind of excited to see you get the job um, at Long Beach this year and, Glad that that worked out. Um, you were able to, you know, to come closer to home, um, you know, from up, you know, because you were at St. Mary's, right, for how many years? About mm-hmm. five, five years? I was there six years. Six years, yep. okay. I was there six years, and I was in San Diego for 10. So I was, before 
Uh, I was the head coach at St. Mary's. I was the assistant for four years at San Diego State. And then that's your alma mater. Yeah. Or where you went to school and played. And then then, uh, before that, I was at University of San Diego USD for six years. So I was in San Diego for 10 years and then uh, in the Bay Area for six. Yeah. So, I mean, you're... You've been, you've been, you know, involved in the college game for a long time, you know, um, you know, so that kind of like transitions us into, you know, what I, you know, what I kind of like to get into, which is, you know, the, the recruiting landscape and, you know, maybe, you know, how it's changed over the years. Cause you said 19 years, you've kind of been involved at that mm-hmm. level. Um, you know, mm-hmm. how it's changed, um, you know, how, how players and families can maybe adapt now, um, maybe tips on, on, you know, what guys can do to kind of stand out a bit more. Um, and then, you know, also like how to, you know, how to, you know, maybe go, I, I don't want to say seek that extra exposure, but how to, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if they're not getting the exposure they need, I guess, you know, I guess it is seeking the extra exposure. Yeah. So like what, what, I mean, what, what do you have on that for, you know, families yeah. or, or players that may not, you know, not have that direction? Right. No, that's a great question. I think the best the best thing and it's different now obviously right we're we're this uh this time in our lives uh being quarantined and not knowing what's going to happen is is very difficult for you know all of these kids whether they're in high school or graduating or what that don't have um their home just yet um so it's hard right what do you do um you know how for a senior that that you know, is, is right, you know, is going to have an opportunity to play college baseball, but they don't just yet. I mean, what, what are they going to do this for the next couple months? You know, I think that's a, that's a, uh, that's a tough deal. You know, I think video is going to play a big role during this time period. And you look at the summer, we don't know yet. We don't know if this summer is going to, we're off the road, you know, for at least another month. Um, and it's probably going to extend. And so we just don't know. So players have to continue to stay ready. You know, um, video plays a big role now where, I mean, I'm, you know, this is my opportunity, you know, my coach's opportunity to, you know, work hard in the recruiting aspect of things, right? Build relationships, make phone calls, call coaches, stay on it, um, you know, and do our part, um, you know, and watch a lot of videos. I mean, I think that's, you know, whether it's videos from guys, you know, in the past couple months or, you know, because I know there's not a lot they could do at this point, but, you know, some guys are, able to get some bullpens in, some hitting sessions in. And so, I mean, we're heavy on that right now. Um, but as far as, you know, let's just say there is a summer, um, you know, hey, the first and foremost, I mean, people want to get, a, you know, people are always kind of getting around the fact that you got to put up numbers. You got to put up results. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you can have, you can be big, tall, you know, throw hard, run fast, hit for power, do all that stuff. But I mean, if you're not putting up numbers and putting up the results, then it's very difficult for, you know, any college to, you know, take it serious, man, especially if it's going to be scholarship-based. And, yes, you'll have stories of guys that, you know, have some tools and they just haven't grown into their body or they have and then they get to, you know, maybe a college or junior college or whatever, and then they, you know, they turn it on. So, of course, there's stories about that. But, man, you got to put up numbers. you got to have some results. you got to, you know, we don't have – probably anybody on our team that hit 230 in high school you know I mean it's it's uh or had a you know five and a half ERA you know in high school and um you know I think that's first and foremost man you got to be able to put up zeros you got to be able to you know put up numbers offensively um and again 
that doesn't take being six five. That doesn't take, you know, being a monster. That just takes being a good baseball player and being able to do, uh, you know, do you know, put up uh, and do those things at a high level. Um, you know, so I think that first and foremost, once we, you know, and then we just dive into, you know, once we see somebody, you know, that's a good player out there or that we get word from, I mean, then we'll, we'll kind of do our homework, right? We make our phone calls. We, we do our background checks on, uh, you know, calling their travel coach or high school coach their, um, you know, maybe the, the coaches that they play against um, that would know them, maybe scouts in the area, um, whatever it may be. Um, and see what type of player they think they are, you know, and, and ask these other guys for opinions as well. And you kind of just match it all together. Obviously, you look at their grades. You know, how are their grades? Are their grades shitty? I mean, you know, excuse my language, but are there bad students? Because if they're bad students, then, you know, most of the time you're going to, that's, that's going to be an issue when you get them and they're going to be the toughest kids to have to coach because a lot of times those kids are not the best, uh, you know, to coach and they, give you headaches and and so or you know do you uh do you take a chance on a guy like that and bring him into your culture and hopefully he changes and and becomes just like all the other guys and solid uh and then you know I, the parents play a big role in this too you know I, I we're lucky enough at Long Beach State to pick and choose you know the guys that we want for the most part guys want to be here um so what that means is you know I have a a broad, you know, a lot of my, a big amount of guys that in families that want to be part of this program. So, you know, the families come into play and the parents come into play. And, you know, if I have, uh, if parents are the parents that are, you know, the ones that are loud and obnoxious and stands or they're, you know, writing uh, bad emails to coaches or they're, you know, just being, um, you know, difficult with other parents or whatever it may be, then, and we just move on to the next player and, and uh, you know, we just looking for the whole package and we're able to do that here. And, and um, you know, do we make mistakes? Of course we do. Um, but we try to limit those mistakes and any, and what I mean by mistakes is not only from a baseball standpoint, but a character mistake as well. And, you know, and that's also our job to, uh, to help that player in both aspects of things. So yeah. um, man, there's a lot to it and I can go on, you know, yeah, I mean, on a lot longer. I can go on a lot longer. I mean, you know what this thing is all about. Um, but uh, yeah, there's so much that goes into it. What can they do right now? I mean, man, what can they do right now? Hey, I tell my players, I mean, we're trying to be the best students they can because this is the first time in a long time that they don't have team practice or whatever it may be or have to be anywhere from a baseball standpoint. So, you know, they have to be the best students they can be at this point. And you know, I mean, as long as they're staying busy, um, you know, and getting their work done the best they could with, with the resources that they have, that's all you can do, man. I mean, I, I think when, you know, there's a lot of people trying to get overloaded on this thing and trying to just, just try to do too much. And you know what, there's also a time to, you know, to, uh, rest that body a little bit and get, get that, get your feet under you a little bit, especially at our level. And so we've been doing that as well. Yeah. And you know, what I like about you is, um, you know, over the years, you just you just kind of have, have built that reputation of just you know being competitive and wanting to win, which obviously most you know most if not every you know college coach wants to do that. Nobody doesn't want to win, but um, because of that and, and that reputation, you have attracted the type of player um, that 
that fits your coaching style and character, right? So you have guys that, that, you know, you recruit guys that go hard, that go balls to the wall, that will run through that wall, you know, and um, just kind of just watching over the years, even, you know, just, you know, when, when, when you were the head guy at St. Mary's and just seeing the caliber of, not necessarily the caliber of talent, but the caliber of like grittiness you were getting, you know, and you were, you know, you did a really good job at, you know, doing your homework on guys. And, you know, that's something that, you know, players need to understand. You touched on it a little bit that you, you know, you do your background checks um, as do, you know, as do most, you know, colleges, but mm-hmm. you do your background checks, you, you know, you check with two, three, four sources just to make sure you're getting the right fit, you know, and that's just the extra attention to, you know, to detail, you know, from a coaching standpoint that you put in that, you know, maybe, you know, maybe that the, the next college coach doesn't do that. You know, I'm not to say that, you know, that, that, you know, everybody has their, their, their style of recruiting as well, you know, not right. just coaching, but you know, I, you know, I'll, you know, I'll hear from you two or three times about a single player as opposed to, you know, one time and be done, you know, you really, mm-hmm. you know, you really do your homework on these guys. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when these guys get on campus, you know, it's not a surprise to you um, what kind of kid they are and how tough they are. And it's not a surprise to them as to what they're getting um, when they show up uh, either. Um, you know, they, you know, there's, mm-hmm. there's a level of transparency between, you know, what you bring to the table and you, you know, like you, you know, you know, you're, uh, you, yeah. when you're speaking, you talk, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's not sugarcoated, you know what I mean? So, you know, when you speak at our camps or when you, you know, when you're, when you're talking here, it's, it's, you know, it's, you know, you're locked in with the, the information that people need to hear. So, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I just really appreciate you, you know, you taking yeah. the time to do this. I mean, I know everybody, you know, has a little bit more time on the, their hands these days, but, um, no, this is great, man. And, and you're right. I mean, look, we're, we're not for everybody. And I say that to every recruit that I come in and family that I come, uh, you know, get in front of or talk to or that we're interested in. It's, it's, and that's the truth. I think that, that you know, there's <clears throat> every coach is different. Every program is different. The culture is different. And, and we really do. We, we try to do the best job we can in finding the kids that that fit into what, you know, that, that we the way we are and the way we like to now, you know, we're able to adapt and, you know, and adapt to each individual student athlete, you know, the way they need to be uh, pushed and driven, you know, cause everybody's different. Right. I mean, some guys need a kick in the butt and motivated and pushed and, you know, and then some guys, they can't handle, you know, just the constant, just grinding on them. They need, you know, the other way, you know, they need an arm around them. They need to feel supported. And, um, and we do that as well, you know, I mean, um, but, you know, we go out and, yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to find hard-nosed kids, man. We're trying to find kids that play with a chip on their shoulder that are that are tough um, mentally, physically, you know, that, that uh, aren't babied, you know. Um, those are the type of kids that I like to – and that just flourish in our program um, because those are the kids that want to go to war. Those are the kids that – you know, you can be talented as heck and, and not be the right fit for us because you're not going to flourish with, with – uh, you know, if you're not, if you're soft or, or you don't, you know, you can't be pushed and driven and, um, you know, and, and hey, this new wave of analytics and all of these things play a big role in that too. And we have to be careful because I'm not the smartest guy in the world when it comes to all these analytics and numbers and launch angle and spin rate. I, I could, I have no idea what any of that stuff means, <laughs> um, you know, and so sometimes you'll recruit kids that that's a big deal to them and they need to see that stuff. And, be flooded with that information to improve. And that's just, this is not the right fit for them. You know, um, you know, we're, we're more of a old school 
hard nose, get after it. And, you know, I, I take pride in getting guys to compete with whatever they have. It doesn't matter how big, small, fast, you know, slow, strong or not strong, you know, we, we'll find a way to, to win and be successful from an individual standpoint and a team, uh, you know, and a team standpoint for sure. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just starting to get, you know, educated with the whole analytics side of things just because you know, I just want to understand it more, but, um, you know, going into, I mean, still, you know, touching on the recruiting aspect where, what, what's the main differences you see, um, in how colleges recruit now, um, as opposed to 10, 15 years ago and vice versa. What do you see, you know, how do you see the player has the talent pool been watered down? Has it, um, has it improved over these last, you know, 10, 15 years? Mm -hmm. Um, what, where, where do you see there to be the most, um, you know, contrast, I guess, between, Mm -hmm. I don't want to call them two different eras, but it kind of is two different eras. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I mean, you can talk, uh, and I'll talk both as far as the recruiting side of it from the college standpoint, uh, and then also, you know, to the to the player standpoint. I think times have changed, and I mean, it's not like it just happened yesterday. You know, I mean, the early recruiting stuff is what people talk about a ton, right? And and you know, how can these kids at this age, you know, to commit to schools, and you know, they haven't even, you know, played a season of varsity baseball and all this kind of stuff. Well, you know, sometimes with, and look, I mean, that's that's almost everybody, you know, especially out West. I mean, it's just happening more and more. Um, and what's happening with it is that, Hey, just like anybody in their profession, right. Everybody's good at what they do pretty much. I mean, if you're a, you know, if you're, if you're a lawyer, then you're probably really, you know, good at all at a ton of laws and you know, whatever you're going to do, if you're, you know, same thing with a policeman or a fireman, I mean, you're good at your job and, and this is why you're in that profession and you've studied it and you have experience, you know? So, you know, it, it, when you're talking about early recruitment, I mean, look, I, I understand. And I was, I mean, I, I was a sophomore commit when I was in high school uh, myself, but it, you know, look, these, co- these coaches, this is what we do for a living, man. We evaluate talent. You know, that is not only development of our current team and baseball players, but another, the half of the other part of the job is, you know, is evaluating talent is recruiting. So, you know, we have an eye to be able to say, okay, this kid is, you know, a freshman or sophomore or whatever it may be, even a junior. And, you know, we're evaluating him for the future. And we could see some of these tools that, you know, can potentially grow. It's the arm action. It's possibly the size. It's how he moves, how his glove is, whatever. So, you know, and, and yes, of course, uh, you know, you could also, there's a lot of risk to that. Um, but that's happening more and more. So I would say that's one change from the recruiting aspect of things um, that guy, you know, kids are, are committing a lot earlier to schools and um, you know, and it's, it's uh, sometimes it's not popular, but it is what it is. And, and so that's one change. I think from a player standpoint, Hey, look, kids are more talented, man. They're faster. They're stronger. They're throwing harder. They're hitting the ball farther. Um, you know, it's just, that's what happens you know, as time goes on, you know, there's just a more, I would say a bigger talent pool um, than there was. And I think, uh, and I think that's true now from a toughness aspect and a mental toughness and uh, a grinder mentality type of thing, you know, you can argue, you know, that back then was a little bit harder. They didn't have the social media stuff. They didn't, you know, they, they were, 
you know, they didn't have all the analytics. They didn't have all of these things. And so that's why you get a grindier kid. But you know what? These kids, you know, you can you can get out there and find, you know, the kids that are smart and they know about all this stuff. They're good players and they're tough as nails, man. It's just a matter of going out and finding them. And, and so, uh, you know, and, and it just makes it makes us coaches have to gather that information, dive into it and and, uh, you know, really do our homework on each, you know, student athletes that we're recruiting and wanting to bring into our program. So there's good and bad to both. Um, you know, and, and uh, but man, this is the best time in the world, you know, to be a baseball player with all this knowledge that's going around and all these different avenues where guys can get better and improve and listen and hear coaches and hear good baseball people. And, and uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a really good time right now for baseball. Obviously not right this second when we're in our houses and can't leave, but <laughs> well, the era of baseball, man, is, yeah. is really good. Well, I mean, now though, like even, you know, like if you, even from your couch, you can still find, you know, development resources online. You know, everybody's inundated with emails and, you know, um, Instagram posts and YouTube videos of, you know, drill work or, you know, training tools or, you know, there, you could do a lot from home. You know, you can do like mm -hmm. I, I, we try to tell, you know, prison got, workouts, man, prison, yeah, prison ex workouts. Ex exactly. Just, I mean, you could do something, you know, I mean, I was, I don't remember who I was talking to the other day, um, but it was about, you know, like how Rocky Balboa beat Ivan Drago's ass, you know, and, and he didn't, he was like punching pieces of meat and running up hills, you know, and yeah. like, there's yeah. so like, there, you could be creative in how you work and get stronger. Um, you yeah. know, if that's what you aim to do, um, it's just a matter of, you know, you got to search for it, you know, and there's, um, yeah. And you got to stay motivated. That's the hardest part, man. When there's nothing, it's, it's hard when there's, there is uh isn't a timeline in sight just yet right it's hard to uh it's you know hey we anybody can get up and and you know and get a little workout in and run but the mental part of this thing and, and it's, it's difficult right for these young kids that go man i don't know if i'm gonna have a summer you know what am i gearing up for the, the fall you know shoot i don't even know if fall is gonna happen right now so you know it, and it's hard to you have to find little triggers to motivate yourself to stay busy, you know, and to, uh, um, to stay with it and get yourself better. Um, you know, but you also, you need to get some time to be able to, you know, to, uh, to get healthy, you know, to, um, relax a little bit as well, man. And, and so, um, I think that has to be part of it because like I said, us baseball people, and especially these young kids that play year round baseball, travel, high school, fall ball, whatever it is, they've never really had this time of, you know, being able to, to rest up their arm, you know, and their bodies, even for these young kids. So you can continue to grind it, work out hard, do it, but this is also a good time for them to, you know, kind of replenish, you know, their bodies and get refreshed again, you know, mentally and, and miss the game, you know, miss the game. Yeah. I think that's a big part of this thing too. So just like us coaches, I mean, Hey man, we're doing all these podcasts and doing all this stuff because shit, we missed the game, man. You know, I love talking it, talking baseball and doing it because we're it's taken away from it's taken away from us right now. You know. Yeah, and that's a good point. You know, I mean, to look at it from you know at this for from a player standpoint as you know somewhat of an active rest period. You know, because you know who knows when you get it again. You know, Chris. You know, if if we exactly. go back to normal in the summer, you get it again. What like for a week or two during Christmas, and then yeah, you know, that's so, it, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, and and 
guys need to take advantage of that. And I'm not saying sleep in until noon and do nothing all day and lay around, you know, and do, I'm just saying, man, you can still get your workout in. You can still run. You can still do your push-up sit-ups. You can get a couple swings in the backyard and do those. But, you know, I mean, this is just a, this is a blessing in disguise for a lot of guys that, that don't think it is, you know, that, that are, you know, but you also understand the flip side of it. This this is high school season for guys and you feel bad for the ones that, especially the seniors that don't have a home and they, they come to the senior spring season without a home. They have a chip on their shoulder. They've never worked so hard in their lives. And, you know, here it is. And some of those diamonds in the rough that we find as colleges come in the spring out of nowhere, you know, because they're hungry and, now it's taken away from them, you know, and that's hard, very yeah. difficult. And I think players, you know, um, you know, like, just to kind of elaborate on that, like they, you know, I'm talking to the guys, cause I don't know if you knew this, but I was coach, well, you know, this, I was coaching at Rancho yeah. Cucamonga high school. Yeah. And, um, uh-huh. like, I feel bad for those guys, like, you know, cause I, I you know, I, I gained a relationship with, you know, um, our 2020 grads, you know, the guys that are graduating mm-hmm. this year, uh, probably mm-hmm. that's probably going to take place on zoom as well. So, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, you know, luckily I, all of our guys have found a home, but you think about, you know, the other, you know, the guys outside, you know, at other high school programs or within CBA or anywhere really. Yep. And you, they, they, they don't know yet. And so they're discouraged. They think it's all over, you know, that they, they, you know, that's, they, they, you know, they're thinking the worst, but mm-hmm. you know, what, what can you tell those guys, you know, th- mm-hmm. that they're, you know, they, you know, they, they're talented they work, you know, they do work hard. It just hasn't worked out for them yet to know where they're going to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of advice do you have for those, for those players? Yeah. Uh, I think first and foremost, they, we don't know what's going to happen, right? I know they could be down in the dumps right now, but you know what? There, even if it's a month, you know, before the, the school year starts, um, you know, they, if they have that month or so, they need to be ready you know, to play in July or whatever it may be, because there's, you know, colleges could still get guys in all the way up until school starts for us, you know? And so there's still going to be opportunities for guys. And, you know, they may say, Hey, we're going to, you know, I'll go to a JC or, or whatever it may be. And that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad situation either. But, you know, once this summer thing is on, there's plenty of coaches that are looking for 2020s, you know, I mean, they, they are, and, and there's a lot of 20, there's a lot of, you know, schools out there that are just waiting to see what's going to happen in the summer. And once that, you know, once that moment that they can get out and recruit is going to happen, that is going to be their primary goal is let me find these seniors that, you know, that are ready to roll, you know? And, and, um, and so, you know, my advice is stay positive. Something good is going to happen. You know, you just gotta, you gotta continue to grind and and get yourself prepared for a summer to happen. Would you say that, um, you know, like the, especially like the smaller division schools that they need these guys that are unsigned, uncommitted, right? These uncommitted seniors, they need these guys at, if not just, just as bad more, they need them more than these players need to find a home. Would you say, I don't know if that makes sense. Do you, do you think that, you know, these colleges are like, they're just waiting for the gates to open mm-hmm. up so that they can go find mm-hmm. the guys they need to fit in their program because shoot, mm-hmm. they, they, they've been waiting for, you know, the, I mean, really the high school season to see who competes and, and right. you know, because, you know, especially like the NAIA schools, right. Or mm-hmm. the D3 schools that are coming in really late to find, you mm-hmm. know, what's, you know, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, what's just kind of left over, no offense, but 
you know, they're trying to see what else is available so that they can, because they need to compete in the fall too, right? Or the spring, obviously, but they need to come in the fall with a strong, as strong of a roster as they can put together, you know? Sure. So, yeah. um, And I think it's, it's all, it's all levels, man. I mean, it is, it really is. And, you know, I mean, they, I mean, there's guys taking, and I'm not going to say taking chances, but you know, they're, they're, uh, they're not getting the full amount of eyes or time that they want to see on these prospects. And they're, they're making decisions and just going on a gut feeling and, and going on, you know, possibly video or whatever. I mean, I would suggest to those 2020s out there that you do video, man. I mean, well, you know, video bullpens and hitting sessions or whatever it may be. And, you know, I mean, there's coaches that are doing, you know, plenty of coaches that are sitting around, man, just, just that's what they're doing all day is watching videos and, and recruiting, you know, as much as they could and getting on the phone. And so I would not be, you know, I'd not stop working. Um, I'd always, you know, stay with it and, and still reaching out. And I'm getting, you know, I mean, we're getting emails, a ton of them daily from, from guys. I see see still still getting after it. Even, even more, huh? I see you still getting after it. I mean, I, you know, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Guys guys are committing to Long Beach State, you know? Well, it's just, it never stops, you know, it never stops. And, uh, and that's, that's everybody, you know, everybody's working and grinding. And so, you know, I mean, I'd stay positive with these, you know, with, if you're a 2020 and continue to work and, and, uh, and it's going to work out, man. Everything will work out for the best. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, we're kind of coming to the end of the end of our time. Um, you know, I want to, you know, you know, thank you again, you know, for, yeah, for, uh, for making the time to be on here and, you know, talk about Long Beach state baseball and, and some recruiting stuff for, for our guys to yep. listen in on, because, you know, really at, you know, they, uh, Let's be honest, they don't really have a whole lot to do, so they might as well be listening. So No, um, I hear you, man. This is good stuff. No, I appreciate you having me on. All right, guys. Thanks for joining in with us today, and I hope you guys took home some very good information that you can apply in some way. Um, you know, if you can, please hit the subscribe button. Share this with a friend. Uh, if I know you personally, go ahead and DM me on Instagram and send me your feedback because I just kind of want to – you know, I, I'm just figuring this all out and I want to get better at it. Um, just as I know you guys are trying to get better at what you do. Um, and so, you know, we're kind of all in this together in some way. So um, thanks again. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah.